Welcome to Tackless Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio. And it is I, Be Bad. I'm just going to jump into the shit I saw because this one actually might be a little longer. This has been sitting on my heart. It's been sitting on my soul for a little bit. So I definitely want to get it out. This is about to be therapeutic for me and any other black woman who can relate. So I'm just forewarning you all now. This might be lengthy. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and jump into shit I saw, which shit I saw is me grabbing some craziness out there on the social media streets and bringing it back here to discuss with you. So we're going to actually head over to TikTok. So I came across a video from the content creator Ashante Tamaj, I believe it is spelled A-S-H-A-N-T-E. T-A-M-A-J-J. Ashante was responding to another video of a Pikmisha. This Pikmisha was basically downing women, specifically black women. This Pikmisha was talking about how women are just asking to asking for too much, demanding too much, and not bringing anything to the table. Basically, the clip that Ashante stitched in her TikTok was this Pikmisha saying, how you gonna ask a man to pay a bill and you don't bring anything to the table? Ashante was like, I think it's really interesting, this video that this Pikmisha made, cause you could tell she was only talking to black women. Mind you, the Pikmisha is black as well, saying that we know she's only talking to black women because only black women have had to prove why they deserve to be treated with respect. Black women have to prove that we deserve love. Black women have to prove that we deserve to be taken care of when no other race of woman has to do that. Every other woman gets to be subpar and men show up for them. There are so many red pill podcasters who are males who have specific talking points about women going 50-50, about women stepping up to the plate, about women, quote unquote, now have equal rights, so they should pay equal all the bills. Their talking points, which is rooted in misogyny and patriarchy, and it's absolute bullshit. But it's a whole bunch of talking points, specifically from red pale male podcasters who majority of them are white, who first had these talking points. Let me just make sure that I'm very clear about the racial lines here, because they do matter. A lot of the red pill podcast males were talking about women splitting the check on the first date, women paying 50-50 of the bills, women working too, because since they want to be equal to men, then they have to do all the things that men do, blah, blah, blah. And white men were using that as a tactic women need to get the fuck up women are lazy women are living off of alimony and child support it has been hilarious to watch black men 
who are misogynist and sexist and want to uphold the patriarchy that will kill them in a heartbeat. It's been hilarious to watch black men adopt that specific talking point from white men. Of course, black men, because they don't have an original thought, they take everything from white men because they want to be white men. They've taken other talking points, but this, this, this one particular talking point really tickles my ass cheeks. And it's because black women are a very unique type of woman. When we look at the grand scheme of history, even when we look at black women globally, black women, we're the only type of woman, the only kind of woman that has had to work since the beginning of colonization, like a fucking mule. I'm sorry, Jerome, when did black women have an opportunity to sit on their asses and be housewives? When were black women just living off of alimony and child support? When were women taking their husband's checks and cooking and cleaning in the home and taking care of the kids and not working outside the home? When did that become a black woman's reality? Please, because you motherfuckers are asking for 50-50 as if black women longer than any other type of woman have been head of household. Black women have been paying 50%, 60%, 70% into the household. Black women have always worked. That's why y'all adopting this talking point is hilarious to me because you are adopting something from white men that does not apply to the women that you are speaking to. Black women historically have, have always had to work. My mother worked. My mother's mother worked. My mother's 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 worked. And then before that, she was a slave. Please, when in our history at large did black women not work? I give you a second to think. I'll wait. Now, when you all say that, that, that lets me know that you all are talking about white women who historically were at home. White women who historically were taken care of. Historically given money. Because, you know, laws then restricted all women. So they couldn't go to work and couldn't have bank accounts. And we understand why they had to be taken care of. Because they were second class citizens. But that's why we have alimony. And that's why we have child support. So that women can be taken care of. Because they've gotten accustomed to a type of lifestyle and when men would run off and leave their families and leave their wives who could not work who could not get a job who had no savings and no money and she was going to the state asking for fucking benefits the state was like hold on now we can't keep giving all these women money we don't got it like that like why well, like why are these women asking the state for money why are they becoming wards of the state? Why are they sign? Why are they trying to sign up for all these benefits? Because men have left them destitute and don't give a fuck. So literally, we have laws now that you all are held accountable for trying to run off on your wives and children. And you all are, and that is exactly why you all are so upset about alimony and child support. Y'all never, y'all never really ask like why laws are put into place to begin with. 
as as a black woman being around other black women coming from a black woman black women don't know what the fuck rest is black women are dying because of stress because we have the weight of the world the country the community our households on our shoulders we have no help we we receive no assistance and if we want assistance if we want help we have to be damn near perfect to receive it we have to give our life to just receive help that's that's that whole bullshit about oh you can't tell a man to pay a bill and you're not bringing nothing to the table all these other bitches don't even have a table and motherfuckers are making sure they're good but black women have to build the table for you all to think that we're worthy this is what i want for myself and this is what i'm hoping other black women can get from my message is how we redefine success because at this point in my life success is being able to lay the fuck down whenever the fuck i want to i can move meetings around because i own my own shit i can take a vacation and recharge because i got my own shit because my stock comes from a lineage of women who have worked and worked and worked and worked we don't sit down we don't get to sit down we've been killed for sitting down we've been arrested for sitting down we have been jailed for sitting down we have lost jobs for sitting down we've been called names for sitting down it's amazing how everybody was like yeah those lazy black bitches y'all are lazy y'all want people to take care of you yes the fuck we do because isn't that what we're old my birthright as a black woman is to be taken the fuck care of my grandmother and my great-grandmother and my great-great-grandmother weren't taken care of they weren't protected they were left open and vulnerable my birthright is to be taken care of my birthright is to be protected my birthright as a black woman is to not work that is what i now at 32 deem success that is what i want to do for my ancestors i want to sit the fuck down and black males who feel like i'm just going off right now didn't your mama work didn't your grandmama work didn't your great-grandmama work didn't your aunties work like literally hold up one hand and put fingers down for the amount of women in your family who did not have to work because the man in the house took care of everything that's how i know that y'all just copy paste from white men because y'all want to be them so bad that y'all are spewing absolute misinformation because their reality is not your reality baby You've always seen black women work. You've always seen black women build the fucking table. We're not bringing nothing to the table, but there was nothing to, there wasn't a table for me to bring anything to. There wasn't a, let me say that again, because black men, I need y'all to hear this part. There wasn't a table for me to bring anything to. So therefore I had to build the table. And, and we're dealing with y'all saying 
50-50. Now we're dealing with y'all saying we're lazy, that we don't deserve to have people pay for our bills, that we don't deserve protection, that we don't deserve gifts, nice gifts at that. That we don't deserve vacations because we quote unquote didn't work for it. Baby, my great grandmother worked for it. It's already owed to me. Y'all need to get with the program. Black women have been mules for this country since this country began. And y'all still want us to work more than everybody else. Do y'all not see how y'all are trying to repeat history? The exhaustion of black women is why we are dropping like flies because we are doing it all by ourselves. And now we got these young motherfuckers talking about y'all want us to help you build your kingdom. Baby, I've seen the women in my family build their own kingdom. We don't need you to build no fucking kingdom. Y'all got the wrong ones because we've had to overcome a different type of history. Because not only were we second-class citizens like white women because of misogyny, we also had to deal with racism like black men. We were never in a position where we just get to where we just got to sit on our asses. And now that we know our worth and we do want to sit on our asses, you all are calling us lazy. You all are calling us modern women. You all are calling us literally out of our name. Y'all are calling us every fucking thing but a child of God at this point. Because we actually want to have a standard for how we will be treated and how we will be loved. And because you all are so accustomed with every other type of woman having those standards, but us, y'all are calling us out of our names. You all are treating us like we're crazy for demanding the same thing that y'all would openly, willingly, and without hesitation give to any other race of woman. It is my birthright to sit the fuck down. And I'm actually saying this to white people, specifically white women, because even in corporate settings, everybody expects for the black woman to work more. Everybody expects for the black woman to hold everybody else's deadlines and bullshit down. Not only do black men think that black women are supposed to be working tirelessly, clearly, so does the rest of the world. It doesn't matter what space we go into. People see a black woman and they immediately say, oh, thank God, someone here to fix all the other bullshit. That's exactly why y'all kept saying Michelle should go for president. Oprah should go for president. Kamala should go for president, not just VP. She should go for president because we need somebody in there that knows what they're doing, that could fix all this bullshit, that could turn things around, that can make these things right. Because you all know about the work ethic of black women, which is why you want us to come after a whole bunch of white men to clean up their bullshit because you all already associate work with us. It is not a compliment for y'all to say shit like that. I wanna be a lazy white woman too. The only difference is get, I deserve to be one. I wanna be able to sit the fuck down too. I want to be able to show up, do my job minimally and keep that bitch. I want to be able to have ass. I want to be able to say, uh, 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 I didn't know I had to do that and get a promotion because 
My actual reality has been completely different from that. I've actually had to be the best in the room to just receive a minuscule of praise. I've had to leave just so people can actually see how much work I did, how much I sacrificed, how much went into it that only I had the energy, had the skill, had the flavor to do. It is mind boggling to me that we have Pikmishas and we have black men out here yelling about how black women need to work more and do more. When honestly, I think every single sister listening to me right now needs to go sit the fuck down. Any, I want every black woman to quit her job. I want every black woman to be taken care of. I want every black woman to have her bills paid and she not have to lift a fucking finger because my great, great, great grandmother paid it in blood. My great, great grandmother paid it with her body. My great-grandmother paid it with her spirit. And my grandmother pays it with her mental health. And my mother pays it with her emotional health. And since they've already paid, my birthright is to sit the fuck down. My niece's birthright is that she don't even got to ask for it. She will be taken care of. Y'all got to stop expecting for black women to come and save everybody else when no one wants to turn around and fucking save us. Y'all got to stop expecting for black women to live up to these unrealistic rules that you give to nobody else. Y'all need to start acknowledging the history of black women and understand that we have given more. We have died more. We have bled more and we deserve more. Mm. Now that I've gotten that off my chest, it's time for Song of the Week. I came across this beautiful Zimbabwean-born Australian singer-songwriter and rapper by the name of T.K. Mazda, spelled T-K-A-Y, Mazda, M-A-I-D-Z-A. Beautiful girl. Shout out because she also is a Sagittarius. But I came across her on Spotify, just kind of going through random music, you see one artist you like, and then you kind of go down a little rabbit hole. And I came across this little bop, and I was like, ooh, this is beautiful. This is good. This is vibey. I definitely see Kay Trinata needing to jump on this. I love her aesthetic. I love her vibe. She is absolutely a beautiful black queen. She's giving me if Tyler, the creator, and SZA had a baby. That's what she's giving me. So if that type of description of music, of aesthetic, of beauty hits you in your soul, definitely go check her out. So here's TK Masta with 24K. Diamonds are the only ones that match up. And man ones in my crew trying to pass up. I'm in my element, it's irrelevant on a regiment. To my excellence, bitch, do not disturb. Say once, not twice, or I pick up the nerve. I'ma say one time, better do not disturb. I'ma raise my feet, or the bench with the spur. Make a nigga wanna hit it, better do not occur. Make a rule, bitch, mad, cause my eyes got the fur. And your friends pulling up, cause my M's looking up, yeah. Young, reckless, you can't test it. My game bigger, cause I'm built like Tetris. 
New thing, got a groove like Elvis Going to him, you don't touch my precious Please fly by whenever you caught up in a minute Mind your own business Mind your own Please fly by whenever you caught up in a minute Mind your own business Mind your own Welcome back, everybody, to the Tackless Take of the Week, where I leave you with a little knowledge nugget to take into your upcoming week. I'll keep it quick because I've already exerted so much energy on the front end of this episode. But I just want to remind you all that rappers are rappers. And yes, they may have political views. They may say very amazing things that uplift the community. They may give their money to help the community that they come from. They might say very political things in their music. But at the end of the day, they are still rappers. I'm going to need you all to stop looking to them for political takes, for community takes, for injustice conversations. They are rappers. And at the end of the day, they're still black individuals and they're human. And they're going to have an individual understanding of of different things that happen in America. And of course, they're going to have their own perspective and understanding of different current events and topics that happen because they too are black. But we got to stop giving them a fucking platform as if they speak for all of us because they don't even read books. They don't know what words mean. And they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They call women out of their names and they talk about dealing dope and shooting individuals. So I do want you all to remind yourselves of some of the lyrics that they use in their music as in they turn around and want to be a political talking piece for the behalf of all of us. I don't think that type of individual should be able to speak on the behalf of the community. They get to have an opinion. They get to have feelings. They get to speak their piece, but they don't get to have such a big enough platform that they speak on the behalf of us all because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And there are some rappers that do know what the fuck they're talking about, but y'all don't uplift them. And those are not the ones with the larger platform. The one with the larger platforms don't know what words mean and don't read books. So those maybe might be the rappers we stop giving bigger platforms to, to speak on the behalf of all of us when it comes to current events, injustices, and racial equality. Let's, let's pick a couple new folks to put in front. Thank you.